Well, welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Lori and I are so excited to spend some time with all of you. And we also want to say today, Laura, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving Uh, to you and to all of you who are listening today. I know such a beautiful weekend. I'm looking out of our window. It's the fall colors, the air. It has been a spectacular September. And we are just, it's a beautiful time of year and a beautiful time to celebrate. And I love that Thanksgiving is a bit less commercialized in the sense it's really about rest, joy, being outside, being with family, friends, making memories, and of course, having some really good food. Having some great food and putting all your summer furniture away. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And wearing stretchy pants is what I'm talking about. The turkey pants. <laughs> Your turkey, turkey pants, pants out. <laughs> I got my turkey. I got my turkey pants on. Anyway, we need our turkey pants on. So anyway, so good. But we just wanted to take a little bit of time in our podcast today to talk about Thanksgiving and just what it means and what even we do and what we're thankful for. And it stirred my heart this morning as I was driving in for our podcast. This song came on the radio about being thankful. And it was a beautiful song. I don't even know who sang it. It was just, it was on CHRI. I want to give a little plug. It was really beautiful. Okay, I had okay, interesting. Not that I listen to CHRI that much. Some of you love it. Yeah. I, I love that we do have a Christian radio station. Yeah. Okay, but I usually have my Spotify or my oh, Apple okay, yeah. going. Okay, yeah. but I happened, the radio was on. Yeah. It came on. Lori, I was bawling oh my, my head off in the oh car and people beside me were looking at me because i was literally trying like oh i didn't have kleenex so i'm using my hands oh they but probably was, thought you got just got some horrible news seriously <laughs> so i was just crying and but just those are happy tears happy tears thinking about all that god has done in my life but also in this past season just has been quite a journey as you've all been on the podcast with me about this house and yeah. about the journey of the house and really and you need to give us an update on oh, okay that. okay so all that to say, this is probably why all these tears came because I think all the pent up emotion is just <laughs> flowing uh, like relentlessly out of oh. me. So as you all know, it was in this whole season of dreaming about a house 25 years. We've been in the making of moving to the country. We find this house this summer. Didn't work out. We find a different house. It ends up looking like this is a God thing. And then we go into selling our house as it was so difficult. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Difficult. Lots of activity in the house. Right. But just a tough market, tough time. Hmm. And we were really at this place of like, this might be a house we have to let go of. Maybe this is not a test, but maybe this is not the right time. Yeah. But we literally have to hold our hands open and say, okay, God, we are really sad if it doesn't work out. But also at the end of the day, we we have to trust you. And yeah put our emotions out. So we podcast about that. I've talked about it. Anyways, I'll have to say our house did sell. Yay. Yay. It's all done. <gasps> it's all over. And it actually, it was kind of funny because it was very anticlimactic. Cause I thought when the house would finally sell, I would actually start bawling like with joy, tears of sad, relief. all of it, relief, all of it. No, Jay and I actually went and took a nap. It literally happened on a Friday night. We're both like, I just feel like I just got to go lay down. We both, I was like, how old are we? We just like, this is so funny. It's like all the emotion, all the weight of showing the house, managing really busy schedules, a really crazy summer, like all of it. It just kind of hit us all at once. And we're just like, the relief was like, exhaustion exhaustion. (laughs) and so now it's just been a really beautiful season of just looking back of all god taught us through it what he brought us through the anticipation of what's to come but also a letting go of what has been and i think that was part of maybe the tears in driving in the car that this will be our last 
holiday in this house. We've had so many miss, but almost 14 years. Wow. Jada's pretty much grown up in this house, my yeah. youngest. So it's a very bittersweet thing for the family too. Like my kids are navigating it differently. One's excited. One's really sad to move. And I think all of just, it's like a reel has been going through my mind of like all the different things we've done. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm crying. Ah, I know. Okay. I know. It's, it's so okay. funny. It's so yeah. funny when emotions it's hit really you. It's really deep. Yeah. No. It's really deep. So maybe Both part the of the gratitude it, yeah. of yeah. it, the, yeah. th- the thanks, like yeah. the thanks of it all, but also to the sadness of like those yeah. memories and you yeah. know, all that's exactly. happened there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing. So the yeah. song comes on this morning. Yeah. And it's like, oh my goodness, I'm just bawling. But I'm going to make my family do something super cheesy. Hope they don't <laughs> listen to this before. Actually, no, we're not airing this after Thanksgiving. So it'll Thanksgiving. already have Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. It'll already have happened. So they won't even know. But I literally was like, I am going to make my family all stand and listen to this song and just pray after and give thanks. Because it really is when you look around the table, when you look around and maybe you don't have a full table this Thanksgiving. But when you just think of what God has done and that he is with you, something happens that in the midst of, yes, I'm on this side and the house worked out, but we were ready to say it was a very strong possibility. It wouldn't have. So this is not my thanks. Like, wow, God, you've been faithful because my house sold. God's just faithful. Mm. It has, it's not because he answered a prayer Mm. that he's faithful. Mm. He gives moments of glimpses of like, I'm with you and I see how I'm going to make this happen because this is what I'm going to do. But God's not faithful because he does something. God's character is faithfulness. And so I'm not crying tears of thanks because, oh, my house sold. I'm I'm just so excited and in awe that this is actually happening. But there was many no's along the way. And that didn't mean God wasn't faithful. And many no's and many hardships in all of our lives we've shared. But I feel like Thanksgiving is this beautiful moment to stop and to say, God, like you have rooted us in you. We are part of a family. So I want to encourage all of you in this Thanksgiving. Like I really felt like I really want to hone in. I know there's going to be tears at our table because we all acknowledge this is our last Thanksgiving here, Whoa. our last holiday. Yeah. And our family is actually our extended family. We host every holiday. So right. they're very connected to our home. memories connected yeah. to that specific our dwelling. Home. Exactly. Our dining room, our place, wow. everything about it. It kind of has like a comfort for the family because we've gathered there for since we moved in. It has been for every holiday. This has been the gathering zone. So it'll be emotional. But also I was like sitting around the table, looking around and recognizing, wow, there's there's, we're all together Mm. and we don't know what next year holds. I don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. We've all gone through different things this year. But to say, but God the thread is God's with us. And so I wanted to just say, like, I am so grateful for these rooted holidays where it's not commercial. It's not a coincidence that Thanksgiving happens before Christmas when Jesus was coming, that we have this moment to be thankful for all that God, the salvation plan that we're about to see unfold through Christmas and Easter. Without that, none of us would be here today standing where we are. But to stand around and to say, no matter where you are today, no matter what hardship you're facing, you may not be around a Thanksgiving table this uh, this uh, this weekend. You may not have anyone in your life that you're with, but you know, God is with us. And because he's with us, we are linked forever to a family, forever to a family. It's an eternal family, whether we have a little glimpse of it on this side of ha- heaven with our immediate family or extended or we don't, you are part of a family. And this Thanksgiving, may you feel the embrace of the Father's table, that there, you are 
always invited and there's a space for you always. And I just felt that this year, no matter what we face, we are part of a family that's eternal at the father's table. And so, yeah, that was just how I started my day today. And I was just like, oh my goodness. I just was filled with, with thanks that's for that. So, oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And honestly, Rhonda, I think without even realizing it, like you shared an awakening moment today that we need to just sit in and anchor into in such a beautiful way that, you know, God is not faithful because he answers our prayers. That's right. He just is faithful. I, I, I think we just need to rest in that truth because again, and I know, I, I know what you're saying. It's easy for you to say today, your household, what you were praying for came to pass and it feels easy to be able to say that, but no, the, the actual truth of, of that is we've got to get to the place where we believe that, where we recognize that, where we see that, where the character and the nature of God is literally right in front of us, regardless of what we actually see in our circumstance. Like that is the higher truth. That's the higher authority mm. because that, again, the promise that God is with us is literally what anchors us through all of this. Mm. And if you had to lay this down and I know like I, we've been, we've been walking this, we've been talking about this. I know you were with tears in your eyes <laughs> ready to lay this at the altar. If this was not going to be how this was going to work out mm -hmm. like that is a possibility in all the things that we're praying for in all the things that we're believing for. But God's faithfulness is not conditional upon these outcomes and that's the higher truth Absolutely. and that's the anchoring truth today and I think that's so powerful and so so beautiful and this is the connection to thankfulness like I believe that if we can find and if we can discipline ourselves to be able to be grateful and to see things in our lives that we can be thankful for even if our life is not at all where we wish that it was, even if we're navigating really, really difficult circumstances that like, honestly, uh, we know some of you are navigating very difficult circumstances that when you tell me about it, I wish I could just remove that from your mm. life. I don't want you to ever have to walk through that kind of trial or difficulty or pain or like what you're navigating. But if in the midst of these things, we can take a moment and actually see something that God is at work doing and be thankful for it and praise him for something. This is what anchors us mm. to the truth that he's faithful regardless of the outcome. Mm. Like this is a connection of these two things today that I think is like so powerful for mm. our faith. Mm. so powerful for the actual literal walking out. What does this look like every day? Just lived out, walked out. That's what it looks like. It was so beautiful because in HeartStrong, um, in our morning online Zoom Bible study, somebody came on and shared this testimony and it was so powerful and so beautiful. And they were walking through a really, really dark time. They were navigating a situation with a spouse and it was a medical issue and there was a really, really big concern and an Uber driver picked her up, picked the wife up and to bring her to the hospital to see her husband. And um, she was telling him what was going on through just tears flowing down. And this Uber driver happened to be a Christian, <laughs> happened to actually be a pastor. <laughs> 
And so this Uber driver said to her through tears, okay, she's telling the situation. She thinks her husband is going to die. Like this is a very, very difficult, like she is just going through it. And he says, just give me one thing you can praise God for. Just tell me one thing you're thankful for. She's crying about this terrible situation. He says to her, just, just say one thing. What's one thing you can praise God for? And I, as she's telling this story, like, and, and as you were sharing what you were sharing, I was just thinking about how difficult it is to actually, when we're so overwhelmed by our circumstance, when the circumstance just feels like just so unbelievable and so heavy and like we're stuck in like why is this happening to me and I can't even believe this is my life and I can't even believe I'm like we we get there we get so overcome but for somebody to actually say what's one thing just just Mm. find one thing you can praise God for find one thing you can be thankful for it lifts you right above the weight of that circumstance like it is one of the most powerful things that you can do. And I love, like you do, that we actually have a holiday that causes us to slow and posture ourselves mm. in that place, no matter what the circumstance. Like you said, whether your table's full and you've got food and you have people around it or you don't, what's one thing that you can praise God for today? What's mm. one thing you can be thankful for? It's so important and so powerful. And I think we underestimate it because it seems so simple. It seems too simple. But Mm -hmm. I think, I think it is really, really a key to walking out a life of faith. It is so true. Imagine if, you know, sometimes you hear so many different things to put into practice, but imagine if in your life we said like, I want to be trained to master thankfulness. Something changes about you. It does. It, It just does. I think the fruit that comes from that is so beautiful because thankfulness and not just thankfulness for like my car. We're not just even talking. That, yeah, the, uh, we could thank God for all those things. Yes. But I even feel like even though you're just saying that even to go deeper to say like, really stop and think like, what are those things that you're really thankful for that are rooting your spirit and your soul? Not just the things that we can see. Like I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my house. I'm th- no, I'm thankful that I woke up today and I had God's grace that I just drank from and I didn't even know my own spiritual poverty. And God has just filled me with riches, like stopping to think about what are those deeper, deeper things. I had so much anxiety yesterday, but God, you've given me a peace. Money can't buy that. Can't buy. What can't you buy that you have? Even in the Bible, Jesus says, come, you can't buy, but I got it. <laughs> come to me. You can't, I've got all of it. You can't, money won't buy it. I've got it though. I've got it for you. Silver and gold. I love when that scripture and the, the disciples, silver and gold I have not, but what I do have, I give you. And what it is, you can't buy that. Silver and gold will never buy those things. And they didn't even have it. They were poor, but in the spirit, they had riches beyond. What do you have in the spirit that maybe you have poverty in material, but you have riches in the spirit. So focus on that. I love it. Love that. So I think today, like that's what I'm thankful for. I am thankful for the riches of the grace of God that I am so poor in my spirit and I come as a beggar and every day he never treats me as a beggar. I'm his daughter. Like even that alone, isn't that awe-inspiring? Not only has he called me his daughter, called me by name, called me his own, he's given me his very presence to dwell in. I have the gift of his presence inside of me. I could never earn that, never buy that. I don't deserve it. The grace and mercy that flows in my life, 
grace that gives me what I don't deserve and mercy that holds back what I do. Thank you, God. So I just want to say a big thank you. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is a gift. It yeah. is a gift to be thankful. Yes. It is. That is actually yeah. the gift. Yeah. Is to be thankful it is. because the it gift is. out of Thanksgiving yeah. from that place of Thanksgiving, the gifts that come is remarkable. So the gift is to be thankful. So if you can seize the gift of being thankful, the gifts that come with that far surpass what you could ever imagine that God's going to give back to you. Yeah. I really believe that. I do too. Yeah. I, I literally, I literally do too. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I think, I think it is way, way, way under sold how powerful of a practice thankfulness and gratitude is. Okay. So I okay. think it might be fun okay. for us to, um, you just beautifully, beautifully shared like from a spirit place, you know, what you're thankful for, but let's just take some time to express thanks about things in our lives or things that we see or things that we're genuinely thankful for because I feel like even as we just do this as a practice we're just this is totally spontaneous I know yeah. you don't have anything <laughs> planned necessarily neither do I but I think as we just show this as a practice I also want to do it because I want you who are listening to see the kinds of things we can discipline ourselves to be thankful for like I want you to see the the different veins the different spaces the different places and sort of Gratitude is going to come out. It's going to be expressed differently for all of us because also we value different things, mm -hmm. but we mm -hmm. also are, um, we have different fears. We have different insecurities. And so our gratitude sometimes sits in the places that maybe we fear. We want to sit in gratitude in that mm. place. The places of maybe scarcity in our life. We want to sit in gratitude in that place because we want to Lord. position ourselves to see the gifts of God. And mm. so I think even as you and I just practice this discipline of gratitude, you're also going to hear out of our hearts, just flowing out of our hearts, different things that are important to us or different things that we're resting on God for that we need him for right mm. in this gratitude. We're going to hear it right through it. And so it's going to be the same for you as you practice it. Like it's like, I like how you were saying it's not only like, God, I thank you for my house. I thank you for my car. Although those can be really important yes, things to yes. be thankful for, because if you have home insecurity, you might be mm -hmm. incredibly mm -hmm. grateful for where you live right now. Like if, like it might literally be like a deep, deep, utteral, like just cry of your heart. Like, God, wow. Like I have a roof over my head. Like that is mm. just such, I'm so grateful for that. You know, mm. I've heard somebody, um, I had a friend that, that talked about every day they thank God for their car because their car gets them from one place to the next. And they're just mm. so deeply grateful that they actually have the ability to go where they need to go. Mm. Like it, it, it was tied to purpose for them. Right. So again, it's going to kind of come out in different ways for us. So one of the things that I find myself thanking God for a lot and that I'm just so grateful for even today is creation. Mm. Like l I, I literally am in awe of the beauty of the sun rising. You know, I, I'm enjoying walking right now. So, and now that the, the, the times are changing, so I'll start my walk in the dark and then the sun is rising or even I'm walking in the evening and it's getting dark much earlier. So the sun is setting 
the sky, the way that it changes, just the beauty of the change of season mm. of, you know, the, what the trees are doing, the types of flowers that are mm. still out and colorful, even in the midst of many plants beginning to die, like all of these things and the recognition that like God put all these things on the earth for me, like not just me for all of us, but, but for me, like he mm. wants me to see these things and wants me to recognize these things as gifts from him and that's how I see it so mm. I feel like wow like the fact that he would put the create the earth the way that he did and put all of these things on the earth for my enjoyment that I can like receive from them that mm. I can receive new life and perspective and and refreshing and rest and peace and fulfillment from like all of this beauty that he created. And I live in the suburbs, man. I, I don't even like sometimes my soul's like longing to like go to the mountains or the ocean or something to like experience the expanse of creation. But even right here where we are with, you know, walking through the suburbs or whatever, there's still so much beauty to behold. Mm -hmm. And like when I'm disciplined to recognize it and see it when my perspective and my mindset is like focused on it all of a sudden I actually feel like I'm being lifted high above almost you know this natural world and I'm like a part of something that God created for me wow like that is I am so thankful for that I'm in awe of that I I literally can't believe that and that's a part of my gratitude practice i just love 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 all that god has created here for our for our benefit and just for our joy oh lord i love yeah. that so much i love that so much and i would say even as you're talking about thanksgiving for me what comes to mind immediately is my family in the sense when i look at we still have both of our parents jay and i okay and oftentimes at christmas i'll I'll often reflect to say like every year, every day is a gift, but especially when your table is full of the yeah. matriarchs and patriarchs that right. we you cross those milestones with them again, again. And you're like, wow, they're still here. They're healthy. They're able to be here because I know that that picture at some point will change wow. because that's part of life and part of how it all unfolds. But I am just so grateful mm. for the beautiful gift of our parents that we still have in our lives that are healthy and around the table still contributing from generation to generation that I don't take for granted. And I think that's part of it because I, when you're talking about that scarcity, there is something in me that I am like, I often get a little sad thinking about it. So I have to go to that place to be like, I don't want to fear my mom mm, or dad or yeah, fear something yeah, happening wow. or my children, but to say like, yeah. or Jay, of course, Jay's not last, but no. all of it, but to say, yeah. no, thank you for today. Thank you that we have us together. Mm. May we maximize our time together and appreciate and look past any differences, but to say like at the end of the day, I am, I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. I have my mom and my dad and I have my mother and father-in-law all around my table loving being together what a gift and so i just want to say like that's a gift of family and i i'm very thankful for that like at this thanksgiving coming up that it every holiday or every milestone i'm very aware of that yeah i'm very yeah. aware of those chairs and it so happens in our home because we've had so many memories at my house people sit in the same chairs 
right isn't it kind of like habit yes yes and i know there'll come a day where there's a chair empty and you just know it yeah and it's not to be morbid about it but it's an awareness that may i think backwards may i not wait till that moment but say things appreciate and tell them how much and i'm very blessed that we have a beautiful relationship that we're able to exchange like that but may i work backwards to appreciate it now not wait till that empty chair and and be like oh this is so sad but to say like I recognize this won't always be like that. Yeah. And so I just want to maximize and appreciate this mm-hmm. holiday and say how much I love you and I love our family. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why I was crying this Sunday, this week too, just thinking, yeah. wow, every year you just think, wow, like what a gift. Mm-hmm. Health, the family together. We yeah. have relationships that have not always been easy, but we've worked out. We've chosen to do life together. We've chosen to work through things. And uh, in our circumstance, this is what it looks like. But in everyone else's circumstance, this is there's something to be thankful for in a relationship. So I guess that would be, you talked about creation. For me, it's relationships. For myself, it would be family relationships. For some of you, it might be a sibling relationship or a child relationship or a friend relationship that you are so grateful that have come into your life to be like family. That maybe you don't have family here, but they've been like family. So I think relationships this year, as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm really appreciating more and more how precious those relationships are. And so whether it's family or friends, I'm very grateful this Thanksgiving for relationships and community. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so good. That's so good. I can piggyback on that too. I think the relationship that I have with my kids, the relationship that I have with my husband, like I am truly, truly in awe of it and truly so grateful for it. Like they... I really, really believe they're incredible humans and the fact that I get to spend so much time with them and pour into their lives and listen to them and be present with them. It really is such a gift. And I've worked really, really hard to uh, pay attention to those moments that are spontaneous, that you know your husband or your kids want to connect. And to, in those moments, put down whatever else I'm doing to to prioritize that. I want them to always feel that and I want them to see that. And I want that to be a value for me because out of the exact same heart of what you just shared, there's an appreciation and recognition that it might not always be this way. Not that I'm anticipating uh, something bad in our relationship, mm-hmm. but that they might not be there. Mm-hmm. Just the proximity is not going to be the same at some point in our lives. And I think part of why I'm so grateful for it too is similar to you is that I know that one day day like they're my kids are gonna leave like one day they're gonna go and they're gonna start their own lives and their own families and it's gonna change the nature of our relationship and so I want to both hold on to and appreciate and recognize every opportunity there is for that intimate connection and that relationship and that that opportunity to pour into their lives that encourage them where they're at and be there for them and all of that while holding intention, just the reality that it won't always look this way. That doesn't mean it has to look bad, but it's going to look different. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you do, you just, you sit in those moments. And I love, I love that this is a practice though, of instead of sitting in the fear Mm -hmm. of what happens when they leave, what have, what am I going to do? Who like, Uh, how I love the activity of our house, right? I love the busyness. I love having all their friends over. I like the house is, I mean, so, so active. And sometimes I think about the day when they're not coming in and out constantly with all of their friends. (laughs) Like I'm going to be like, 
gosh, it's kind of dull in here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, and I know I will, like, I love the activity. I love the busyness of that. Right. So yeah, but instead of sitting in that and worrying about that and wasting the time I do have, I'm trying to really, really, really just ah take it all in and appreciate it and love it and be grateful for it. And another one that is really, really deep in my soul, and again, is probably connected to just a deeper place inside of me, is that um, I'm just so in awe of the gifts that God has given and made available to us every day. And the first one every single day is his grace. Like I am just absolutely in awe and so grateful for the depth of God's grace for me every day and that this is available to me as a gift. Like his grace is sufficient is like an anchoring truth that I'm so grateful for that I don't have to have enough in myself Mm. that I can actually just rest in and lean on and anchor into the truth that his grace is sufficient and it's enough. And I, I want God to know every day how grateful I am for that. Because when I forget and when I run off ahead with, without it, I, I take things on in my own strength and then I fail or fall, or get tired, or get weary, or get weak, right? And instead, when I anchor into grace, and I recognize like that his grace is literally given to me, it's a provision from heaven, a supernatural provision from heaven. And there are just so many things in the kingdom like that. So many supernatural gifts and provisions available for us every single day. And I think one of the keys for us to accessing those things is gratitude. Mm. It's sitting in thanks and recognizing them and then grabbing hold of those things and walking in them because they're right there available. Like the table, you know, like the, the father's table right before us, the bounty that's available. The plates are full. They're overflowing with absolute blessings and gifts that are available for us to grab hold of. But one every single day that I just I, I, I try to very intentionally rest in and recognize and acknowledge his grace, his grace. Mm. I just think it is absolutely profound. Oh, I love that. And I think my last one to share for today would be, you're talking about grace, Lauren. I would say, you know, it might continue on the relationship vein. I, I have to say this every Sunday, I am beyond grateful to come to church. I remember COVID. I remember when we were locked a lockdown. I remember us coming in five people at a time, 10 people at a time. Then it got to 30. Then we had like percentages, 30%. I remember I blocked it all out. I don't even remember now. <laughs> it's probably just, it's in the recesses of somewhere. Oh. I've left, put the, close the door and I, thrown the key. I have blocked it out too. <laughs> I know. Like, you hear what? COVID, you're like, what uh, are you even talking about? What is that? What? I don't remember. But I remember like even people coming up, not singing or singing behind plexiglass. Like just don't even like get me started. But now when I come in on a Sunday and I see all the children I see all the families. I hear the church sing. I literally almost cry every Sunday in worship. And it's, yes, God's moving. (laughs) People might be like, oh, look at the Holy Spirit's moving. Oh, I'm just crying at the family, our family, our family being together, that we don't have to do it online, that we can be live. And just that feeling of just seeing one another, eyeball to eyeball, we're in this together. And I am just beyond grateful for our church. I mean that, Laura. And I'm not saying that because I'm a pastor. I'm saying because I'm part of the family here. This community 
is such a gift in my life. The each one that comes to the door, the, the hellos, the hugs, the encouragement that we get to pray, brought into sacred spaces together, doing life together, worshiping together. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So I have to say the relationship and the family, but the eternal family that we're connected to is such a gift. And I'm reminded every Sunday mm. that I have a community and I'm telling you, there is a gift in community. We're never meant to do life alone. And so we could get to church and we can be together. Something happens to us. Something happens to us. It happens to me. Mm. And I need our, I need our church family. Yeah. I really do. I see so much of Jesus in our church and they minister to me in ways they don't even know they are. Like I, I, I can't even express them. When I go home. I think that is like reunion. I call it reunion Sunday. Cause that's how it feels. It feels like I just went to the best reunion of all my favorite people in one room. Like how, how do we even take it? It's like just a beautiful expression of God's joy and thanks and that we belong together and that we don't have to do life alone and that we're not alone and we don't have to be alone, that there's a community that gathers, that we're doing, we're trying to do, we're doing our best to love Jesus with all of our heart imperfectly, but with a devoted heart. And this is it. This is our family. And you look around and we're like, we all share this common bond Jesus. So I just want to say in Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for my family, but I'm thankful for my eternal family. And I'm thankful for God, our father, who is the ultimate maker of family. Mm. And so love it. Oh, that's beautiful. Love that's it. so beautiful. And so we hope that as you've listened to this conversation, that's really just poured out of our hearts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, we, we hope that something has anchored in for you just around the power, the power, the absolute power there is in gratitude and expressing thanks and expressing thanksgiving. And if you're experiencing discontentment in any area of your life, just anywhere in your life that you're like, ah, and it's like really taking over a lot of your space, I just encourage you just try and find something, discipline yourself to find something to be thankful for right directly involved in that area where you're discontent. You're discontent at work, you're discontent in your marriage, you're discontent with your family, you're discontent with your where you live, whatever it is, just try and sit and try to find something to actually be grateful for. And honestly, as a discipline, if there is an area of discontentment that's really, really monopolizing a lot of space in your brain, in your head, just every day, every day look for something to be thankful for because because even if you're not where you need to be there are gifts that god has for you in the midst of this exact season Absolutely. that are like for you to take into the next season i'm not saying you're going to stay there and you're going to be there forever but there's something for you to grab hold of there's something god has available for you there's a provision right in the midst of that discontentment and who knows maybe moving to the next thing is not the answer maybe there's something you need to find right where you're at before you can move to the next place i don't know exactly why you are where you are but i do know the power of gratitude and so we just encourage you with all of our hearts sit in that space find something to be gratitude to be grateful for find something to praise him anyways in the midst of even the most difficult of circumstances happy thanksgiving we love you oh.